Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in Roma, Monticello. This Sunday, May the 15th, 2022, fifth Sunday of Easter. The sermon is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The accompanist is Pete Temple. The lector is Brandy Niedert. Today's radio broadcast is given by Galen and Zeta Harms in celebration of their 63rd wedding anniversary. Visit us on our website at waynezion.org for more information. Thank you for joining us today. so good to be back with you here at Wayne Zion Lutheran Church. My assistant Katie. I'm just so excited to be with you and uh, I, I'll talk more in the sermon. Don't have, didn't have much time to put it together, but that doesn't matter. God is good all the time. Uh, what I'd like to do is change it up this morning if we could a little bit. And Pete, thank you for that wonderful prelude. We're going to start with uh, going, turning uh, to page, let's see, page 71. 
in the front of your hymnal. And we're going to begin with Thanksgiving at the font. Page 71 at the beginning. And at the top, you'll see Roman numeral number four. And it begins with God, Holy God, Mighty Lord. You see where I'm at? Okay, you got a roll. You got a part in this. Here we go. Katie, go ahead and begin pouring. Holy God, Mighty Lord, Gracious Father, we give you thanks for in the beginning the Spirit moved over the waters and you created heaven and earth. By your gift, the water you nourish and sustain us in all living things. By the waters of the flood, you condemn the wicked and you save those for whom you've chosen. Noah and his family, you led Israel by the pillar of cloud and fire through the sea, out of slavery into the freedom of promised land. In the waters of the Jordan, your son was baptized by John, anointed with the Holy Spirit, by baptism of his own death and resurrection. Your beloved son has set us free from the bondage of sin and death and has opened a way to the joy and the freedom of everlasting life. He made water a sign of the kingdom of cleansing and rebirth in the obedience of his command to make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Thank you, Katie. You can put that down. Pour out your Holy Spirit so that those who are baptized may be given life and wash away the sin of all those who are cleansed by the waters and bring them forth as inheritors of your glorious kingdom. To you be given praise and honor and worship through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Let us sing our opening hymn, Baptized and Set Free. Don't follow the bulletin. Look at the board. Four. 53, baptized and set free.
grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. We continue on page 184 with the Kyrie, followed by the canticle of praise, Glory to God. I'm going to invite you to stand. I don't know how you can sit and sing this song. saying glory to God.
us go ahead and sit down. <laughs> I just realized we stand for the glory, the glory of God, but that's okay. Will you join with me in the prayer of the day that's printed here on your bulletin insert at the top for this fifth Sunday of Easter. Lord God, you teach us that without love our actions gain nothing. Pour into our hearts your most excellent gift of love that made alive by your spirit we may know the goodness and peace through your son jesus christ our savior and lord who lives and reigns with you and the holy spirit one god now and forever amen let us hear the word from god brandy thank you good morning the first reading is from Acts chapter 11, verses 1 through 18. Now the apostles and the believers who were in Judea heard that the Gentiles had also accepted the word of God. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcised believers criticized him, saying, Why did you go to uncircumcised men and eat with them? Then Peter began to explain it to them, step by step, saying, I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision. There was something like a large sheet coming down from heaven, being lowered by its four corners, and it came close to me. As I looked at it closely, I saw four-footed animals, beasts of prey, reptiles, and birds of the air. I also heard a voice saying to me, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. But I replied, by no means, Lord, for nothing profane or unclean has ever entered my mouth. But a second time the voice answered from heaven, What God has made clean, you must not call profane. This happened three times. Then everything was pulled up again to heaven. At that very moment, three men sent to me from Caesarea arrived at the house where we were. The Spirit told me not to... Excuse me, the Spirit told me to go with them and not to make a distinction between them and us. These six brothers also accompanied me, and we entered the man's house. 
He told us how he had seen the angel standing in his house and saying, Send to Joppa and bring Simon, who is called Peter. He will give you a message by which you and your entire household will be saved. And as I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell upon them, just as it had us at the beginning. And I remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. If then God gave them the same gift that he gave us when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could hinder God? When they heard this, they were silenced, and they praised God, saying, Then God has given even to the Gentiles the repentance that leads to life. The word of the Lord. Please read Psalm 148 responsively. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise God in the heights. Praise the Lord, sun and moon. Praise, sing praise, all you shining stars. Praise the Lord, Let them praise the name of the Lord who commanded and they were created. Praise the Lord from the earth, you sea monsters and all deeps. Mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars. Sovereigns of the earth and all peoples, princes and all rulers of the world. Let them praise the name of the Lord, whose name only is exalted, whose splendor is over earth and heaven. The second reading is from Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 through 6. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them, and they will be his peoples, and God himself will be with them. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more, for the first things have passed away. And the one who is seated on the throne said, See, I am making all things new. Also he said, write this, for these words are trustworthy and true. And then he said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I give water as a gift from the spring of water of life. Word of God. I invite the congregation to please rise for the gospel acclamation. You'll find this on page 188 in the front of your hymnal.
The Gospel on this fifth Sunday of Easter comes from St. John, the 13th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. I invite you to be seated for the reading of the Gospel. When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has, has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I have said to the Jews, so now I say to you, my disciples, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another, just as I have loved you. You also should love one another. By this, you will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Brandy, I don't know how you could do it. Laura Schultz, her mother, had a mild stroke on Wednesday and was hospitalized but is now at home. And uh, life can change, as we know, very, very quickly. And that, as I was sharing with Karen uh, Wheeler before the service, life can change on a dime. Life can change on a dime. And so we have this gift of life, and uh, we want to use it. And Jesus showed us and is telling us in today's gospel how to go about sharing that gift of love, the gift of life. But before I get into this, and, and uh, I just want to share some, a couple of things. Um, yesterday, I was in Muscatine, Iowa, coming down to, today would have been my last day on, on family leave, which I took unpaid, uh, to just uh, this week to allow myself to decompress uh, after being the caregiver of my father. Uh, my mother couldn't do it anymore, and luckily my brother was able to join me in Arizona. It took... It took Kyle and myself and then John, my 6'6", 300-pound cousin, uh, to work with Dad. And it wasn't easy. And then, George uh, Tobiason, I understand what you've gone through with Bonnie. Um, and life can change. And then, all of a sudden, you have to deal with the mess afterwards. And uh, people aren't always very kind. And you, you talk on phones, and you don't talk to a real human being, at least not at first. And there's quite a process. So anyway, I was, Liz and I were looking forward to uh, the comment that's made at the Good Shepherd uh, of the Cross Lutheran Church in Muscatine is, Joseph, we often see, uh, we see you uh, with your mom, and then sometimes we see you just with your dad, but we've never seen you with your mom and your dad. And so <laughs> that was kind of the goal. But uh, a friend of the council contacted me and said, Pastor, I just want to let you know, if you're coming to worship this morning, it might be a bit, un it might be a bit awkward. Uh, the pastor that we had lined up had another conflict and had to step out. And uh, Liz could see the continence on my face and the smile. <laughs> and it's like, I'm available. I can take Pastor Wade's spot. <laughs> But we had to clear it with a few people first. And so, Barb, thank you for allowing for me to come back. Because Barb was ready to go, you guys. And I just want to take a pause. Thank you, Barb, for what you've done to keep things going. 
So Liz and Sophie and Joe are down in Muscatine. Pastor Wade's here, and I just I couldn't contain my excitement. I was out the front door, and I had goosebumps as I was seeing your faces and you're coming up. And I think I got louder and louder and louder. It's, it's so good to be back. It's so good to be back. And I have to say thank you. Thank you for allowing for me to be on a family leave. It might have felt strange for you. I was coached and counseled by our bishop to disconnect. Other than have communication with our leadership on council. And I also was instructed, don't come back too soon. That you need to take care of your family and then you need to take care of Wade Reddy. And then you come back. And I'm so glad to be back. So I was planning to be back on Monday. I'm here today. I got to say thank you. So much has happened. You know, we talked about Bonnie. Uh, Jack. Jack was born while I was gone. Um, we, uh, we've got wedding couples coming up. I, I'm going to go with the list. So I thought, I got to... I gotta, um, say thank you, and I'm probably going to miss someone, and I, I hate to do this, but I need to do this. I want to say uh, thank you to Rick and Chris and Brandy and Barb for our Lenten services. Um, you know, I, I wrote those Lenten um, uh, messages as if I were in the room with you, and Brandy is such an excellent oracle and, and speaker, and so thank you for doing that. For all of our confirmation parents, each of them took turns teaching and I want you to know that the first teacher who stepped forward was Todd Rickles. Who would have thought? I would have loved to have been in the classroom. Although I did write that lesson. He, he volunteered for it. It was all packaged. Amy Stadmuller for guiding our students and, and putting together their face statements. One of the things that I enjoy most, and I'm, I'm glad I'm going to have that with you, Katie. It's the thing that I enjoy, teaching confirmation. And then working on leading up to their faith statements when they proclaim their baptismal affirmation before the congregation. I want to thank the council for guiding our guest preachers. And we had several good sermons. I remember fondly uh, Pastor Debner talking about, you know, uh, the Christ is like the hen guarding the chicks. And, he, and, and Pastor Debner said, you know, God clucks, cluck, cluck, clucks something. Remember that? Cluck. He calls. He, he made the connection between calling and clucking. And then what about Pastor uh, Cuck Cuck? No play on that. I didn't think about that. And the prodigal son. And talking about, you know, I'm, I'm the oldest son, and I've got a, a younger brother who doesn't do what I say. And he was able to take the prodigal son and to put it into real context. I think we've had wonderful preachers who have been here with us. Uh, thank you for the capable staff and to my colleagues, for Pastor Rodney, who I shared with you before I left that he was going to handle all of end of life and funeral care for me in my absence. And for Holly, who I asked very specifically to help me with my wedding couples and to lead our students through Confirmation Sunday. And then to walk into the, or into the social hall and to see all those wonderful crosses. Beautiful. 
I, I just, I, I want to talk to the students if I can to, to uh, understand them and what they were thinking. There, there's one that has a cross and then there's one applied on it and another one and barbed wire around the top. And I think, wow, was that the three people that were on the hill of Golgotha? And why did you choose those colors? And wasn't it wonderful that they used materials out of Wayne Township? I want to thank Holly Iben and, and the, the teachers and her team who guided our little ones through Sunday school this year. And our teachers, we had, Barb, what was it? We must have had about 15 people sign up. 25. Who gave their time to teach. Some, it was one time. Others, it was more than that. And I think about Blake Schulte and uh, Karsten Warnemont, brother-in-laws tag-teaming and teaching Sunday school. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that beautiful? And so I thank uh, Barb for her leadership in taking over Sunday school. We were unable to, um, a year ago, or maybe it's been two and then the pandemic hit, unable to uh, find a Christian education director and Barb being a retired teacher, it just seemed to be a natural fit, but it put a lot on her plate. And I thank you for everything that you did. Thank you for allowing me to honor the fourth commandment. Think, think about that a little bit. To honor our mother and father. Uh, when you say hospice, all kinds of things can come up. In our, in our mind. It could be a hospice unit, like what Bill was in, where you could go home and you could sleep and then come back and you know the staff was right there to care for Bill in the most wonderful and beautiful way, Sharon. For us, it was about an hour and a half every week where we'd have a nurse stop by and we'd have an aide. I was the caregiver. And uh, mom, oh God, good to see you. Was um, Tristan Weirs? Good to see you. You, you cut your hair. You, you, you kind of went through that high school thing, and now you're going on to Iowa State, and you're going to make us proud. And Jasper, I mean, he's got a presentation of finals, and here he is in church on Sunday. I'm so impressed with you, young people. Anyway, uh, let's get off me. At, at one point. I didn't know if mom was going to die before dad. My mother got down to 97 pounds. And uh, it's so funny now. She calls me Pastor Wade. Pastor Wade has made me eat. I'm now 109 with my clothes on. <laughs> I took care of my dad. I took care of my mom. Uh, my poor brother and his flight back after driving her back to uh, Sun City. Um, he, he wanted to fly into Denver and get that burger. Well, he ended up spending the whole night. I hope it was a good burger. He missed his flight into Madison. Uh, but he is home. Everybody is back where they need to be. I want to thank you for reaching out to me. I realized that I was on a family leave and I had to be disconnected. And that, and that was hard because it's, it's hard. Ministry is never done. It's always going. And you reached out to me with texts, with cards, with prayers, with emails, and with phone calls. And you supported me all the way. You said to me, Pastor, you're in the right place where you need to be right now. I heard you say, Glenn, 
you need to be with your parents. This is the right place for you to be. And, and you, t you do what you need to do. But you get back here. <laughs> that was never a question. That was never a question. And the support that I received, the cards, the well wishes. I know what, I know what uh, George has experienced and felt within the family of Wayne Zion. It's not the pastor. It's not the church building. When my dad did not know Pastor Louis, he did not know Pastor Steve in Wisconsin. But a good pastor will care for the family and to learn and to share. What makes a good funeral are the people who come and share and uplift and pray and care for. And you do that all the time. And I know George has appreciated it greatly, as I have too. Matter of fact, all the memorials that have come from you, I've decided I'm going to use all those memorials to purchase a cellist with a pouring tip to add to our communion set here at Wayne Zion. I just think, you know, we can't do the common cup thing, but I like the idea of pouring the cellist from the consecrated cup into the cup as we go. We'll see how all that works. But I'm excited about using the memorial money to add to our service. And I know that would be important to Dad. How special to learn of Jack's birth and the congregation overseeing three baptisms in my, in my absence. That is awesome! <laughs> On Easter! If I were here, I would have had a candle and a cloth <laughs> for Pastor Debner. You've got to laugh about those things. Ministry's messy. And, uh, and I know it, it, it's not easy with the ministry. It's very, very demanding. Thank you to the anniversary committee and your work. Your work on the quilt on Peter or Pete uh, interviewing um, uh, the seniors. I, I can't wait to see that. I, I was back on Sunday night and, and over at the parsonage and uh, seeing all these cars coming in. And, and Liz kind of keeps me informed. She looks at the... At the at the uh, calendar and she says, oh, I bet that's the uh, Wednesday group. Pete meets with our seniors and has a wonderful interview with them. What, is, does he do a wonderful job and you've been videotaped? And uh, it, we're going to love to hear your stories. Kathy Harms, thank you. for I had to pass it to you and you have done better than I could have ever done. And uh, Liz said, you've got you to gotta listen to this. We're making a presentation on the 20th and 21st in Coral City with all of the, what, 187 congregations that are gathering for the Senate Assembly. And Kathy and Liz have put together a slideshow and your narrative, you, you nailed it. <laughs> you nailed it. And uh, Liz goes, yep, we got you, didn't we? <laughs> I said, you did. <laughs> And I know that Byron will help us and uh, Cole to put it up here at some time to enjoy that. That's something that we've got to get out. And uh, don't worry that you didn't have all, you only had three minutes and I think you used them brilliantly. And, and so thank you for that. Thank you for those who worked on the history book, the swag that we've got coming. Um, anyway, Rick Myers has done a fabulous job with that. Thank you to our Stephen ministers and their good work. Uh, that goes sometimes unnoticed uh, for the grief workshop that they sponsored. What a, what a gift. Uh, 
uh, for the congregation and for others in the community. And I hope that out of this we'll have a support group for, for grief here in uh, Monticello and Anamosa. Okay, well, I hope I haven't left anyone out. Thank you for allowing me to disconnect. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy for me and the burden that I've carried. It wasn't easy for you, and the but you did it. You did it, and here we are, and now we go forward. And so, I was uh, coming back into uh, Jones County, and I know I shouldn't be doing this, you shouldn't be talking and driving the car, but I called up John uh, Laycock. I said, uh, John, I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to be presiding and, and uh, preaching on Sunday. What's my topic? I thought I'd get more of a laugh than that. <laughs> One time I, I had just said that, and John goes, I want you to give a sermon on the hula hoop tree. Now, if anybody was paying attention, John, did I give a sermon on the hula hoop? It was, it was referenced. <laughs> and uh, John said to me, I think you should preach on what you learned. What you learned, and how it's preparing you as you go forward in ministry. And so I'll do that. But I'll do it in the, in the contents of our, of our gospel. And so sermon writing is um, it's an art. It's not a science. And so I came over here to church, and I just walked into the sacred spaces, the sanctuary, the social hall. And I walked out to the cemetery. I sat on uh, Winnie and Fred Williams' bench where it's ingrained in the seat, Winnie's chocolate cookie recipe, for anyone to jot down. And love came to mind. I walked over to Marla Walters. Uh, George, you've done a marvelous job with that stone. And to sit on her bench. It's going to be tricky with the bird droppings. We're going to have to be out there to wipe those off. But I sat on that bench and I thought about Marla and the way that she always was taking care of others. She would take care of the plants, the flowers. She would be in charge of the quilters and making sure that the uh, wayward society, the, the home of uh, battered women, had quilts that were made with love from this congregation. And then I went up to Carla Zumba's headstone and there's a stone that was laying against it and I don't want to get it wrong. I put it to memory, but I'm going to look at it. Do all things with love. Do all things with love. And isn't that what Christ is asking his disciples and us to do in today's gospel? The other thing is I looked at the things that our Sunday school kids really enjoy about Wayne Zion. Snacks was probably number one, but I was surprised by a couple. Lakeland said, taking the offering bucket forward. You know, giving is in response to love. And those kids love bringing that noisy bucket up to the altar. And then I like carvers, but I'm kind of partial to this. I love Pastor Wade, and that just melted me. If Carver were here today, I'd give him a high five. So 
that's kind of how I began. I don't have a message, but taking a look at the gospel, what, what's interesting is we're in the fifth Sunday of Easter. Yet the gospel assigned for today takes us all the way back to Monday, Thursday. Remember when the confirmation kids came to have their first communion? This is the text that we read that night from John. And I think it's interesting. If you take a look at the beginning of chapter 13, it says it has these words. Now before the festival of Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and to go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. He loved them to the end. What happens next is Jesus washes the disciples' feet. And Jesus knows, because in the next verse, Jesus is going to be betrayed by who? Judas Iscariot, right? Son of Simon. Jesus is going to be betrayed. Jesus knows that. And yet, he lovingly washes his disciples' feet and cares for each and every one of them. Even in the face of betrayal, Jesus loves. Chooses love. Not hatred, but love. As I cared for my dad, although it was hard because you wanted him to be comfortable, the one thing that I could always rely on is that this is but a moment. That when dad dies, he's going to experience the glorious resurrection. And that I will see him again. And I could look past a failing body and to care for him and to love him as Jesus loved him. And that was a beautiful thing. I remember a week before dad died, we had our routine. Number one, dad would not use a wheelchair. He used an office chair. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> he was on 16 liters of oxygen, so he could only go 10 feet at a time. And uh, we, we finally got to bed. I mean, what a ritual. We start the process of going to bed at about 9.30. If you know anything about me, I'm usually in bed by 8.30. We start the process, and we finally get all the cares and everything that we need to do, and we get to the edge of the bed, and now we're going to get into bed. It is 12.15. That was the routine. And I held Dad's hand, and I said, Good night, I love you. I got to say I love you a lot. Thank you for the 25 days I had with my dad. And then he went let go. He went let go of my hand. And we, I turned out the light. And so what do you do? I mean, dad's holding my hand. I'm not going anywhere. I wonder if he wasn't just a little bit fearful. And so I begin to cite scripture in the dark. The 23rd Psalm. Dad goes, I say that all the time. I said, Dad, I didn't know that. I recited what Brandy read from Revelations chapter 21, 1 through 6. John 3, 16. Recited scripture. I sang Blessed Assurance off key. 
finally, I couldn't stand there with my hand. I'd gone through all this scripture that I had memorized, and I was like, I need to lay down. So I laid down between my mother and my father. And my dad and I held hands until he fell asleep that night. Hadia, thank you for that. Thank you for that. And then I've got to end because we've got to have communion. Jesus loved them to the end. Jesus loves us to the end. It was uh, 2.15 in the morning. I had stayed up to uh, 12.15, as you know from that, that story. And I, I gave dad a medication that would relax him, that would ease his breathing. And I had to wait four hours because the other medication that I would give was for anxiety and the two together are deadly. And so you have to use a time frame. At 2.15 in the morning, my brother wakes me up. Dad has taken his cannula off. Can you come in? By the way, my brother and I got really close from this experience. We both slept in the same bed. <laughs> it's great. So I get up, and, and Dad does whatever I ask him. Dad, you need to put the cannula back on. I want you to breathe through your nose, not through your mouth. And he does everything that I ask him. And then, and then uh, I turned to Mom, because Dad's just not settling down. It's 3.30. I said, you know, you, you know I gave this medication, and I really can't until like 4.15, 4.30. Mom says, go ahead and give it to him. I said, good. That's your call, not mine. And so this was liquid medicine. It was something that my mom was not comfortable to work with. At 4.30 in the morning, Kyle and I are still up. Kyle's got to get ready. He's catching a flight that morning to head back to Janesville, Wisconsin. And we had the greatest, I'm going to end on this. This is the greatest privilege, and I, and I thank you for this. At 4.30 in, my, in the morning, as my dad was reclined in, in bed, he opens his arms, and he says, Dear, now you've got to know my folks. My dad is... My, my mom is dear. I, I thought her name was dear. Later I learned it was Jay. And, and dad's name was Hubby, and I learned later it was Floyd. And he opens his arms, and mom's on the other side of the room. I'm, I'm on the bed kind of coaching dad, and, and so I step up and walk away, and mom comes in and leans into him, and they have the most beautiful embrace. And then my mom reminds me, we kissed twice. <laughs> And they looked at each other's eyes and they said, I love you. That was so precious, so sacred. My mom will never forget the last love gift that dad gave to her in embracing her. And with that, I want you to take your hands like this and I want you to put them around your shoulders. And this is my thank you to you for allowing me to have this sacred experience. Jesus loves us to the end, but he's got something more grand for all of us. And I look forward to seeing my dad again and my sister and those who've gone on before me. Life is a gift. And so Karen, as we shared, let us use each day that we have to share God's love with one another. Amen.
By the way, we're singing one, four, and five. share the affirmation of our faith as we find it on page 105 or in the back of your hymnal cover. I invite the congregation to please rise. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. You may be seated. Set free from captivity to sin and death, we pray to God for, of resurrection for the church, the people in need, and all of creation. Loving God, lead us to follow your spirit. Rather than our own prejudice and desires as the church cares for one another, open us to perceive your gifts for those who are least expect. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Inspire us to praise you through the beauty and the majesty of the natural world that's all around us. For right here in Jones County, the beautiful gift of Central Park, urge us toward more deliberate care of the world that you have made. God, in your mercy, humble our rulers of nations before your splendor. Direct them to the people who need their attention most and turn them from the temptation to hoard wealth and power. God, in your mercy, hasten to dwell among those who are in pain and distress, especially the people of Ukraine who have been thrust into a war unprovoked. 
And as Christ enters our deepest suffering, remain with those experiencing despair and great need. We remember before us this day, sisters and brothers of our congregation and friends, I lift before you Carol Helgens, Kalinda Stadmuller, Judy Fries, and Jim Benter, Bill Boken, for Chase Sternhog, and Evan Drake, for Candy Shada and Gwen Edwards. And Lord, for those who are in need of encouragement, we lift before you Vicar Hollinaus, George Tobiason's family, for our high school graduates, for Derek Leaktum family, and for Jay Reddy. For those who are serving in harm's way, for our military sons of this congregation, we give thanks and ask for your protection around Ben Harms, David Frankford, Trevor Owen, Dustin Starn. God, in your mercy. Place holy love at the center of all our relationships and communities, and by your love, heal us, convict us, and renew us. Let everyone know your goodness by the love that we show to one another. God, in your mercy. Give us a place in the diverse company of your beloved saints. Teach us to value each person's identity and to bless us with a shared identity as your children and kindred of Christ. God, in your mercy. In your mercy, O God, respond to these prayers spoken and those unspoken in our hearts and renew us by your life-giving spirit through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. We received this morning's offering and I'm going to invite Nolan and Boston if they would be so kind to bring the bucket forward and we will sing our offertory song. Blessed are you, God, maker of all things, through your goodness you have blessed us with these gifts, ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Use us in what we have gathered in feeding the world through your love, the one who gave himself for us, the one who is love, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. I also want to, before I begin our um, communion, to offer this short prayer. Lord, you know that life can change in a blink of an eye. And so we pray for Laura Schultz. We pray, Lord, that you'll give her strength to recover from this stroke. We thank you for the love that she has shared with her family, with her grandchildren. We pray that she will strengthen at home in the days ahead. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The night in which our Lord was betrayed, he took bread and he gave thanks and he broke it and he gave it to his disciples and he said, take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup 
And after giving thanks, he gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. I invite the congregation to please rise. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Come to the banquet for all is ready now. Now may the body and blood of our Lord, Savior Jesus Christ, strengthen us and preserve us in all in eternal life. Amen. I want to remind my communion assistants, that was the other group I forgot to thank. My goodness, we have seven communion assistants who have been going out there, reaching our shut-ins. And that work goes on unnoticed. Your communion kits have been consecrated and are ready for you to pick up after the service. Thank you for that. Announcements. Um, what do we need to say? Um, does anybody have anything? Um, birthdays? Yeah, thank you, Diane. <laughs> um, we always have so much excitement and so much happiness uh, with our youth here. But today, I would just like um, to let you know, um, and hopefully on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, you can say some extra prayers for some of our state track qualifiers. Tristan Weirs has qualified in three events. Four Awesome. Yes. And is this, is this high school Sunday? Sort of. <laughs> Tristan, I'm going to have you stand up. Tristan Weirs, Lucas Bartacek, and Tristan Clark, and what do I need, are all graduating this year. Hard to believe. And uh, you're going on to Iowa State. And um, I know that um, Tristan Clark... Um, has some, has some wonderful ideas for going forward as well with his career. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was unique. And he's, he's kind of working in the animal world and, and caretaking. So anyway, we wanted to recognize you. Thank you for coming. Um, you're good to be here. You didn't come because I was showing up, did you? <laughs> Not at all. Okay, let's give Tristan. Okay, the other thing I have to share with you is we have a birthday boy in the house. And I don't know if I got his attention by my saying that so far, if he's even looking this way. His name is Boston Keeney. And uh, I saw, when I was this morning greeting people at the door, I saw these Captain America cookies and Spider-Man cookies and Iron Man cookies. And uh, anyway, we want to come to the social hall and get our sugar fix. There was a special baker who made these. It wasn't you, Terry, was it? No, there was a special baker, and the frosting on them are like this thick. And Pete, I, I think we need to sing happy birthday, but do we have any other friends who have May birthdays? Cole and Cord? Okay, and Virgil, who's not saying a thing, but Rhonda's going like this. 
and Joyce. Wow, we got a lot of May birthdays. Katie, Vic, oh my goodness. Wow, we've got a lot of birthdays. So Boston, is it okay if we share in the birthday song for Friends of Wayne Zion? Okay, here we go. I think that's enough. I invite you to stand. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine upon you and give you his peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's sing our ascending song and we're going to go back, Pete, to the original. We'll sing verses 1 and 2 of 619. Christ is risen. Christ is risen Go in peace in God's love and tell what God has done. Thanks Let us go in and enjoy some of those cookies. Liturgy Copyright 2021 Augsburg Fortress. All rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license number A-729734. All rights reserved. <laughs>